You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Hey, everybody. How are you today? Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the Marriage Minute podcast. Pastors Richard and Donna Spears. Donna Spears. <laughs> Unscripted, coming to you raw. <laughs> we don't know who's going to say what. Exactly. Well, yeah. We'll, Just kidding. We'll We're led a, by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we'll keep a lid on it. That's right. So That's right. Yeah. Amen to that. This is going to be PG or even G, because uh, I know even sometimes. the... Well, even PG ratings can be kind of yeah. like sketchy, These you know, days. if you're really trying to be sensitive to what you what you take yeah. in and and what your children take in. That yeah, type you really of thing. have so, to really look at everything and watch. You've everything. You've got to guard your eyes and guard so. your ears. I think you we do. talked about that before. So yeah, last week we talked about how to know if I'm operating in the spirit of offense. We talked about five different signs mm-hmm. um, on. So you just go back and listen to that um, yeah. at your yeah. leisure. It's yeah. very helpful. Um, if you're struggling with that and you're just wondering why I'm angry or I'm bitter or I've got resentment in my heart towards someone, there, there could be... If you're always trying spirit, to defend yourself. Yeah, there could be a spirit of offense you're dealing with. Yeah. So um, I think we've got some helpful things to, to help you to kind of dissect and identify if that's something that you're dealing with. And believe me that God can help you overcome that. And uh, an right. easy way yeah. to do that is, and I know when I say easy, it's 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 also hard. We know is is really forgiving someone. Yeah. Um, God asks us to forgive others as He's forgiven us. And when we do that, there's actually power in forgiveness, and it releases that bitterness and that resentment that you have in your heart. And so yeah, forgiveness really truly is the antidote to yeah. the spirit of offense. God has the answers. That's right. And, That's right. Um, he, he just, he lays that out for us so that we, we can live free and live, um, joyful, happy lives. Abundantly. Yes. Yeah, abundant. So yeah. let's just, um, the definition of a spirit of offense, uh, it, it's an attitude that makes people get offended even on a very light and trivial issues. It's true. Uh, and it later leads to losing vital relationships. So and that's what you, we don't want to do. If you've been in, you know, an area of your life where you're like, why can I not, you know, why can I not keep friends? Why am I not mm-hmm. going deeper in my relationships? Why am I offended if you're in a place of asking why that's a good place (laughs) yeah um a lot of people function in the spirit of offense their entire lives and just think that oh well it's just how i am well no it's not that is not how god created you well one thing is um you know people might think that or you might have the thought that everybody's against me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if you have that mindset or you have that belief that everybody's against me then you're going to feel rejected you're going to feel offended by anybody and anyone at any time Mm -hmm. so it goes back to what we talked about before which Mm -hmm. is we've got to look at those issues where trauma may have happened that brings about a wrong belief system that needs to be torn down and if you've listened to us for any amount of time whether it's on our marriage minute live broadcast on wednesdays at 11 a.m or through on-demand content or through this podcast um, you'll know that we we come from a biblical background a biblical Mm -hmm. foundation we know that uh, how you function and operate in the here and now is a direct result of what you experienced and were exposed to growing up and so you know we're dealing with fruit at this level um, but we have to get to the root and so that is where you know we want to help bring clarity to what 
the fruit is in our lives, but we also want to bring instruction and foundational biblical teaching to uh, the root. And then when you get at the root and you take the axe to the root, then then you have freedom. So Amen. And, and and healing. Yeah. So we want to go over eight ways. There's probably a lot of other ways that yeah. um, the spirit of offense can attack. Uh, in your life, but just to help bring clarification to what it might look like in your life. Yeah. And because a lot gonna, of people don't really know. They don't. And we, we're not going to get through all eight on this mm-hmm. episode. We're going to break it into two. So this is part one, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, on eight ways of the spirit and how eight ways the spirit uh, of offense attacks mm-hmm. you. And so we're going to cover the first four today, kind of go into that, look at some scriptures that kind of support support what we're saying and what the Absolutely. Bible talks about. Because again, as Donna said, we come from a biblical foundation um, and we, we believe that the Bible is all truth. Yeah. Um, it's without error. and uh, Or I may have said that wrong. No, it is an errant, so we don't believe that it has error. You said without error, though. Okay, so okay. Said, you, so you I, did, I did say it right. Okay, yeah, you I want to make so sure. Was, what's the first way? Well, the first way is um, the spirit of offense attacks your mind. Okay. One of the one of the things that the Bible talks about is you have to renew your mind, and and that um, if anyone knows out there, uh, the great minister Joyce Joyce Meyer, mm, yeah. um, she wrote books about this, the battlefield of the mind. Absolutely. And so, spirit of offense will actually attack your mind. Um, and let's look at let's take a look at Romans um, eight. Uh, five through eight. I think that's a really powerful scripture that kind of helps um, bring that about uh, and bring some understanding to your to your life in this particular situation. So it says here, in, and I'm reading in the Amplified Version, it says, For those who are living according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. Mm-hmm. So, you know... When you're living according to the flesh, the carnal nature, if you will, there's a way of the spirit of God. Let mm-hmm. me just clarify. In Galatians five chapter or chapter five verse twenty two, Galatians chapter five verse twenty two, it says this: um, the the spirit of God gives us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentle, gentleness, and self control. I can't talk today for whatever. I can't talk today. That's all right. But, I'll help you. And self-control. And so <laughs> those are the things that are of the spirit. But when we when we operate in the carnal nature, our fleshly nature, our soulish realm, which is where the spirit of offense can attack us. So you it, might get fruit like anger, sadness, mm-hmm. uh, crying, yeah. yelling, mm-hmm. bitterness, resentment. So yeah. you guys can really see... They're just total ends of the spectrum there. Right. Total, so when you when you get in that place where you you're operating those things that Donna just mentioned, um, you you have this um, you know payback mentality mm-hmm. or oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. know I'm I'm going to get mine I'm going to I'm going to this person's going to feel my wrath so to speak and so at that point you can see how the scripture's talking about you're going to gratify. The sinful, uh, the, the, the sinful nature, the desires of your body, of right. your mind, and, right. and your soul. Uh, but but it goes on to say, but those who are living according to the Spirit, which I already talked about, set their minds on the things of the Spirit, of God's will and His purpose. He said, now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues mm. sin. But the mind of the Spirit is life and peace. And that's really what we want. Yes, peace. We want oh, life and peace in our life. And... That is, people are missing peace in their life. 
Um, wouldn't you say, honey? I mean, there's I a would, lot of that missing in today's society. I, I think, uh, by and large, a lot of people don't even understand that you can have peace in the midst of everything that's going on mm-hmm. in this world if you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because mm-hmm. you don't focus on the, the new thing that the government's putting out there or the new thing that they want people, the media wants you to focus on. You know, you're focusing on God first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And, and those things of this world are happening and they cause us to pause and to contemplate and to make take action, if we will. Um, but it doesn't affect our peace. Right. Because we know that we are in a different society altogether. We're in God's society. We're in the eternal society. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I tell you right now, I can tell you guys out there, I fight for my peace, for the peace of God in my life with a vengeance. And anything or anyone that comes against that peace in my life is going to have a fight on their hands. Well, let me tell you something really cool that I heard this week from um, another minister, Andrew Womack, um, great Bible teacher um, that I follow, we follow. And one of the things he talked about was he, he was talking about peace. And you, you know, you were talking about, honey, you you fight for your your peace, peace right? Peace of God in my life. Yes. And so, you know, one might take that as, okay, how do I how do I do that? How do I physically fight for my peace? What do I do? Well. Really, it's in the spiritual realm, right? So when I'm fighting to rest in God, when I'm fighting to rest in His peace, I'm actually not going to allow the circumstances that are going on around me, the people that might be, um, you know, would, would, would come after me, try to get me in a spirit of offense, whatever the case might be. Um, I'm actually going to go to the Word of God. I'm actually going to maybe pr- listen to praise and worship music. I'm actually going to do things that actually elevate my thinking above the circumstance Mm -hmm. and i put my eyes and my focus on jesus Mm -hmm. and god more than that thing exactly and so that is that is fighting that is fighting amen yeah so can you give us some examples of how really like the spirit of offense attacks your mind well you know if it attaches itself to your thoughts it actually it owns your ability to process and understand and and your understanding Mm mm-hmm so, because you know now everything becomes about feeding that hurt, yeah, feeding that offense, right? Yes, yeah, you're you're constantly feeding that, right? It's like um, you have this this perpetual belief that you know whatever is going to happen, someone's going to do this again to me, and you oh, have yeah. this again, oh, you have yeah. this wrong belief Which system, is so mistrust, right? So you're not trusting. It's you're not trusting. There's so much here. <laughs> you you are not. You're feeding that hurt because yeah. you believe that that's what someone's going to do to you Absolutely. anyway. So you're always like looking for that. That's that's, right. that's something. But that that's really about your mind. Mm-hmm. You know how how. How the spirit of offense attacks your mind. What do you think about what, what's another one so, for today? So the second way that we've got listed here from the research that we've done that the spirit of offense, of offense attacks your sight or your vision. Mm. I've experienced this myself. Uh, oh my goodness, do I have stories with that? But Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. What what does that say? Do you have that pulled up? I will. You will. I will. So, oh, there you go. Proverbs yep. twenty nine eighteen. Yeah. So it says, where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained, but happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. God. So, yeah, yeah. So when the spirit of offense attacks your sight or your vision, what you are seeing as opposed to what is actually there is different. Mm-hmm. Like you're, the, the reality of truth and what is actually reality is mm-hmm. in your Visual, like I'm talking about what you actually see. 
Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example of how that played out in my life in a minute. So you begin to see things as they're not. Mm-hmm. And every post, every picture, every action you see, it's a direct attack against you. Right. So people might be posting something and have you not even a thought of you in their head, but you're taking it personally, right? Right. An offense shifts your vision from fulfilling your purpose to opposing everyone and everything around what you. What a time waster. <laughs> and a peace stealer. Yeah, a peace stealer peace and a time stealer. waster. Wow. And, and ultimately, you're unable to hear God and recognize what he's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. You, you're not. You're going to walk around with your offense goggles on, and you're going to see things that aren't really there. And, and that is your focus. And when you're in the, when a, the spirit of offense is attacking your sight and your vision, and this is like, you're deep into this because you're offended with everything. You, you aren't going to see what God, you're not going to see where God's working in your life. No. You're not going to see that this person might need you to pay for their groceries. You're not going to see that this person just might need a hug or a prayer. You're not going to see those things because you're so caught up in yourself and your right. offense. So how that happened in my life, this is so awesomely weird, I will just say, because it's tr- it really does happen. I was operating in the spirit of offense so much. I was drowning in the spirit of offense, I will say, mm-hmm. completely drowning. So much so that I saw you, my husband, Richard, speaking to another lady in the vestibule of our church. And I, offend- I got offended. This is way back when, obviously, that that's not happening now in me. But I was just spitfire mad about it and brought it to their attention sometime later that day. And the, the sweet little lady was like, I, I wasn't even there. I wasn't even in that area. And I'm like, yes, you were. You were standing. Well, anyway, I saw the two of them standing there talking. And that's how the spirit of offense works. Mm-hmm. I literally, that was my reality. And, and the devil makes you see things that aren't there to get you all worked up and focus on that. And it ruins relationships. It ruins marriages. It ruins everything. And that is how, oh my gosh, I just, I I think back, I'm so like angry at him about that, Mm -hmm. you know, right now. So we we just begin to hear these lies because we've opened ourselves up because when you, when you, when you move into bitterness, yeah, when you move into bitterness and you move into resentment, you actually open the door. The Bible talks about don't give the devil a foothold. Right. So when you, when you give the devil a foothold, now you've given him access to speak lies into your mind, which then, then affects your vision, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's your sight and vision. And listen, if you guys, if you want to talk more in depth with me about how that's playing out and how it played out in my life, you know, marriage minute at revivalnow.com, get in touch with me. You know, I will gladly talk with you through all of this and and bring healing, have God bring healing to your relationships. You're you're an expert there. But you know, as it relates, the final thing to say about sight and vision is that ultimately here's what you don't want to have happen. You don't want to be unable to hear what God is saying to you. Right. It's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. You just aren't able to hear it. You can't hear it. You can't hear it and you can't see it. Because you're so focused on you, like you said. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, the third one is um, your heart. Yeah. Um, It does. The Bible talks about... Donna's going to look up a scripture, Mm -hmm. Proverbs Mm -hmm. um, chapter 6, verses 16 through 19. But another scripture in the New Testament talks about um, out of the abundance of the heart... The mouth speaks. And so go ahead and read that scripture yeah, in Proverbs. This is um, the New Living Translation, Proverbs 6, 16 to 19. There are six things the Lord hates, no seven things he detests. Haughty eyes, 
a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who sows discord in a family. Wow. So out of the abundance of the heart Mm -hmm. speaks... So everything you do and everything that you say becomes toxic and dangerous. Yes. Just like the scripture from Proverbs is is talking about there. You you have these haughty eyes, so you're prideful. Um, Absolutely. Um, you, you know you you've got this uh, these internal struggles that are going on, and because you have these things that you're feeling in your heart, it actually comes out of you. I think we mentioned this before, but it actually it it, it just it leaks out. Yeah, you can't. You can't. So your true it. intentions are revealed. Yeah. Really. So yeah, the, the 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 intentions of your heart really start to come out, and mm-hmm. it and it becomes toxic to everyone around you, mm-hmm. and it affects your relationships in a multitude of ways. So offense attacks your heart. Your heart. It's like it becomes infected. It's like a disease, and it becomes infected. And when your heart gets infected, now again, we're not talking about your physical heart, right? right, right. That, well, that beats. It can all lead to infirmity, but, but for yeah, sure. But, but what we're talking about is your spirit person, absolutely. your spirit man, your spirit woman, if you will. And that is the heart. Your inner, your inner being is mm-hmm. what we're speaking to. And when that gets infected... Mm-hmm. You know, it almost go- makes me cry thinking about it. Yeah, it's gonna come. Yeah. It's gonna come out it's because so you're you, now you've been embittered, you've been resentful, and now what you say, what you do, your actions, it's all going to be negative toward other people. And it just destroys everyone and everything around you. It does absolutely, and that's that's the heartbreaking part of it because you know God can set you free, Jesus can set you free from that, and there is no reason to go any one minute further, one second forward in your life with the spirit of offense on you because it is, it's from the enemy and it's not your portion. It's not who God uh, has ordained you to be. And you don't have to live with that because no. it affects marriages. It affects, it affects relationships. It affects your, your relationship with your children, your grandchildren. Oh, yes. Your parents, everything. So, so again, um, it, one one other thing you made me think about when yeah. you said that it's like, you know, it's everything that we've talked about with marriage minute and what we want to see happen for people in their marriages and in their lives mm-hmm. and their relationships mm-hmm. together. It's leaving a lasting legacy that mm-hmm. you can be proud of. Yeah. So, and when you have that vision with your yeah. life and your marriage, it's going to have a and, and you view your life from that lens. Like, okay. It's not just about today. Right. I can't worry just about today. It's, it's, it's never the legacy about today. of my own life and the impact I have upon this world and what God has called me to do. But it's also impacting and teaching my children mm-hmm. the way they should go. You know, everything you do and don't do is not about the moment that you're in. Enjoy the moments that you're in. Create memories in the moments that you're in. But what you do or don't do in those moments is what's affecting your legacy. Mm-hmm. It's what's affecting eternity for you, for your family, and for generations to come. Amen. 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 So the last way today we want to talk about, we'll, we'll follow up with the last four next week, um, how the spirit of offense attacks is in your relationships. And I think we've kind of alluded to that, to all of them, because right. um, in all of the first three that we've talked about, because you know you can sit at home 
uh, in your ugliness and your resentment and bitterness. But when you're operating in a spirit of offense, the enemy wants you to get out and, and infect other people. And that's what it encourages you to do. And so it's just a poison. You know, like we said, uh, forgiveness, mercy, grace, empathy, compassion are all antidotes, you know, to, to offense. But the last one we want to talk about before we finish up here is it affects your relationships. Proverbs 17, 9 Um, I'll read it in the New Living Translation. It says, love prospers when a fault is forgiven. Right there it is. There it is. Hello. Yeah. Um, But dwelling on it separates close friends. Listen, Richard and I talk all the time about the Bible is it. The Bible is uh, God-ordained. It's God-breathed. It's a living thing. And... And it's so true. Every answer that you'll ever need in your life is in the Bible. You may not want to hear it. You may not like what it says, Mm -hmm. but it's right there. So love prospers when a fault is forgiven, which we've talked about. Forgiveness being the antidote to offense. But dwelling on it separates close friends. And that's the relational piece. Offense puts a wedge between you and your family, between you and your spouse, between you and your friends. And your relationships will either quickly change or slowly change over time, but they will change if you continue to function in the spirit of offense. And here's a dangerous thing that can come of that is that when you kind of operate in that spirit of offense, you start to look for people that want to hear your complaints. <laughs> can, uh, I say, can, you, can you say amen? amen. I can, I've, I've done, done it. That, I've seen it. I, I see, see it, it happening. Good and, Lord, and so forgive you, us, God. When, yes. you, when you find someone that, are, I mean, misery loves company. <laughs> People have heard that before. And so Ooh, when when you get around somebody that's willing to hear your complaining and agree with you, then they're only confirming actually a wrong belief about the situation. That's why. And so that's the danger of it. That's why Don't, you hear and see people going around telling the same story over and over, over and over and over because they're looking for the, those that person or persons that's going to validate de- them in their sinfulness and validate them in their ugliness. And that's what they're doing. That's what yeah. the spirit of offense does. Exactly. And, you know, those who don't side with you are now your enemies. They're now people you can't trust. They're now people that you hate. They're now people that you target. And that's what the spirit of offense does. It's just an ugly little beast, big beast. Yeah. Um, but you have authority over it, and we won't mm-hmm. go into that today, and we don't have to live with that. So mm-hmm. once, so offense has the sole purpose of attaching itself to you and to entangle you in something that takes your eyes off of Jesus. Right. And that's plain and simple what we want to bring to it's, you. It's, it's a parasite. Everybody understands what a parasite is, like a tick or whatever on a dog. Yep. And uh, offense is is like a parasite. It sucks the life of God out of you. Mm -hmm. And it puts in this this poison and this this infection, if you will, into your heart Mm -hmm. that affects every relationship that you have. Absolutely. So it's 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 what it's like. It's like a parasite. It just drains you of the life of God and the goodness of God because you focus on yourself. And, all about and, you and the here and, and now, and, and you, yeah, and you don't think about, you know, I'm not saying things won't happen in this world that will hurt you yeah, because there absolutely. are those things, absolutely. But when those things happen, just like the disciples were in the boat and the storm came and they were worried that they were going to drown, right? They could have kept focusing on the circumstance, but then Jesus came and He calmed the storm and He calmed the waves, and that's what He'll do even in these areas absolutely. of offense and bitterness and rejection that you might be feeling in a relationship. He'll actually calm that storm in you if you'll give him the opportunity to do so. You That's just right. have to trust him. That's right. Beyond the storm he that you see. He is your peace. He is your peace. He's your peace. Absolutely. So, you know, 
this just kind of make it this reminding me of, of our podcast that we've been talking about boundaries, you know, and, and if you're dealing with someone with a spirit of offense in their life and they're unwilling to make a change or even see their, the error uh, that they're operating in, you know, we're going to be talking about in our podcast, it's released every Tuesday uh, morning, uh, boundaries and, and how to set those boundaries. I'm going to go over talking about how to set boundaries with, boundaries with toxic people because people that operate in the spirit of offense, they're toxic. I was toxic and, and I infected everybody around me, or at least I tried to. And kudos to those people who knew who they were in Christ and knew uh, what I was going through and were able to, to stand up against it and hold me accountable. Not easy to do, but you know, my heart was willing to change. I needed, I knew that I needed to change. And so it is totally, totally possible and doable with the Lord. Amen. So next week, we'll follow up with the final four ways uh, the spirit of offense attacks. And so we hope you kind of, not kind of, we hope you really enjoyed this information. And what we're trying to do is really bring an awareness to how certain things and emotions and principalities, I suppose I could say, Um, affect marriages and relationships. So tune in next week. Again, we'll talk about the next four. And if you have questions about our content from today or any of our content for that matter, email us at marriageminute at revivalnow.com. We would love to respond to your questions. And um, hey, if it's something even different than what we've talked about today or even in the past, we would love to make that a, a topic of Absolutely. our conversation uh, that we do each and every week. So All right. uh, please contact us that way. Well, thanks, guys. We will catch you next week. All right. Be blessed. Be blessed. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com. And send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.